You are listening to Social Media Decoded, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners simplify social media and thrive online. We provide actionable information that you can use and see results. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Social Media Decoded Podcast, the number one podcast to help you understand social media better so that you can grow your business, get more clients, and monetize. And today, I'm excited because we have a special guest. You all know that I love bringing amazing experts here on the show, and I'm excited to talk to Amanda. And today, we're going to be chatting all about building community, but through podcasting. It is so very crucial. Podcasts, as you all are listening to this podcast, are very new, very hot, and a very strategic way for you to reach more customers, more clients, but even better, a way for you to build community within your own organization as well. So hi, Amanda. It is so good to have you on the Social Media Decoded podcast today. Hi, Michelle. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes. So tell us a little bit more about yourself and about your background and what you do. For sure. So uh, currently, I am the founder of Lead Podcasting. um, And this is a podcast production company based out of Toronto that creates podcasts to build your leadership profile. So focusing on branded podcasts. Uh, And I'm also the director of talk and talent for a talk radio station, 640 Toronto. Um, So as you can tell, I love audio. I'm also the author of a Let's Talk Podcasting, The Essential Guide to Doing It Right, which came out in 2018 and has been a number one Amazon bestseller. So uh, yeah, woo. (laughs) Um, But yeah, previously my background, I come from a journalistic background. I have a Bachelor of Journalism um, and I worked as a radio reporter and news anchor and producer. I really made the rounds in talk radio at the start of my career. Um, During this time, I started making podcasts on the side, but this was about a decade ago, so podcasts were not as popular as they are today. Um, I ended up leaving radio and going into branded content, mostly with video, and at the time, this is around 2014, I started doing branded podcasts and pitching them to clients, though I felt like I was a little bit too early, especially in the Canadian market, Um, but I did build out a branded podcast vertical for an agency called MediaBase. We sold a couple. Um, I then moved on to doing corporate communications, which is all going to tie back into the podcast that I make now. Um, but I did do social strategy and, um, and, and then I was also, um, a, 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 an executive communications manager. So sitting in, in the executive office, supporting the CEO of, of World Vision Canada, which was a great role and, um, really got to, blend all of my expertise and coming up with lead podcasting, which is now where we're supporting leaders like that, um, communications wise, but specifically through podcasting. Um, and I've also taught at schools about with for radio and podcasting. So it's a lot of audio, a lot of storytelling. Um, but that's, uh, that's me in a nutshell. No, that's so awesome. And I find that there are a lot of great social media marketing professionals from Canada. Like everyone that I search is literally from Canada and they're <laughs> killing it with social media marketing. So Woo, shout out to Canada. Yes. No, my yeah. VA team, my VA team is from Canada. The podcast team, you all, is from Canada. A lot of um, our people are from Canada. So we're, we're excited. We love it. We love it. Absolutely. So I want to talk about 
you're a fellow podcaster and I love the message behind podcasting and we understanding that storytelling is huge. And so sharing knowledge and stories to listeners is my passion. I'm sure it's your passion. This is why you got into this. So what are some tips and tricks that you provide your clients with when it comes to starting the podcast or how to start a strong podcast for their brands? And I know you talked about that branding piece. I would love to for you to touch on that a little bit more too. Yeah, for sure. I think one key piece that a lot of people skip over is that initial show development stage. And I think a lot of times people jump to, oh, I know who I would talk to and I know what I would talk about, but they forget to do that foundational step of who am I talking to? Who is my audience? What is the best format to do this? Is it a chat cast like this? Is it actually clips and scripted narration? Is it a mix of both? Like there's so, is it short vignette podcasts that are five minutes long? Is it, you know, like all of these pieces that really are going to set you up for success. So um, that's my biggest piece of advice for anyone wanting to start a podcast really, but especially brands is that take that time that you would with any communications or marketing plan um, and apply it to, to, this medium because it does go a long way. And that's what sets you up for success. I find that, you know, there's pod fade, which you'll hear in the industry, a term used for people who just like start hot and then slowly peter off. And when we look at all the podcasts that are out there now, it's like, oh, we've hit this many million. But when you look at how many are active, it's actually quite a small number. So it's setting you up for success where you're in it for the long haul. And that you could also even plan, how am I going to release? Is it once a week? In perpetuity, that can be a lot for some people. Maybe you actually release 10 episodes, you call it a season, and then you pause. And then next year you do another 10 or next literal season um, and you do something for fall and winter and, you know, you go by the seasons like that. And anyway, just mapping out that, those sort of foundational elements is going to be what allows you to see if podcast truly works for you rather than just like, you know, throwing some stuff out there and seeing if it sticks without having that that intentionality behind it. Yeah, totally. And I want to talk too, because I know that podcasting can be very important for community building. It's a way to tell our stories. Like this is my own personal radio station. And you're right. I've read about Podfade. The Social Media Decoded podcast will not be involved in Podfade. And Good. I, <laughs> I record every, I, I batch record. So like you were nice. saying, Maybe you want to start and do a series, but I am consistent. I do about 10 episodes, but I'm able to batch because my episodes are very short. So you have to think about all of those things, right? Yes. And you do not want pod fade because while there are 2 million podcasts, they say is really not 2 million because most of the podcasts that do come out, like you said, they're on a steam running and they go flat, right? So That's we it. don't want that. But let's talk about building community through internal podcasting and how can some companies and organizations leverage that power of an internal podcast to help foster the relationships with their team even? So how can they do that? Yeah, I think this is a trend that's only going to continue to grow and become more popular. Right now, we're seeing in Canada that some businesses and specifically HR professionals or communications teams who are specifically tailoring their work to internal communications are going down the road of podcasting as a way to connect with their staff, which are sometimes now all over the world, remote, maybe have never even met face to face. And also, there's a lot of screen fatigue happening. And we're on Zoom calls a lot more. We're you know, watching videos and streaming on our computers. And so having something that's really intimate, on demand, audio only, that allows 
employees to get to feel like they're in the know of what's coming down in the company um, allows them to get a real personal look at potentially C-suite executives that they would normally never really speak to other than like an AGM or, or an all hands meeting. You're getting this more authentic version of your leaders to allow that connection and allow employees to be featured on the podcast so that they can hear their own voices and feel like they have a role to play in this organization. We know that people want to feel like they have a purpose to the work that they're doing. And the next generation of workers is really purpose-driven. And so when they're able to really highlight what they're bringing to the team and sh- and feel like they have a voice in their organization, it's going to increase employee retention. So um, Lead Podcasting has created um, an internal podcast for Sleeman Breweries, the beer Um, And they've seen great success with it and are on to season two now that we just started with them. Um, Shopify in Canada, also really big for paving the whale and trailblazing for internal podcasting. And so when you're looking at these companies and seeing that it's paid off and that they're already continuing to to invest in that sort of communication method, um, we're getting some pretty strong case studies that indicate it's only going to continue to grow. And so um, if you look these podcasts up, you won't find them because they're private, but um, they are there and and different organizations will make them available in different ways, depending on what back end they have set up. I think that that is so key and would definitely in- help employee retention and morale, because yeah. it's like if you're allowing me to be on this podcast and, you know, what if it's giving the latest tips or news in our department, right? Something yep. even like that. And then taking that and posting it on social media, the the social media page and saying, hey, the other people that you know are part of the team, come and be a part of this. So just tying it back to some ways that many business kids can leverage social media in addition to the podcast. Um, I think that that's so key. And I actually never thought of that until more recently when you're, you know, you're speaking about this, about the importance of what a podcast could really do for businesses. It doesn't just have to be for experts and thought leaders. It can be a private podcast for your business that helps spread the internal news, build employee morale, and could be a fun thing that just people look forward to. So I hope that if you are listening, you have a Fortune 500 company, you're like, should we start a podcast? <laughs> you should. Toyota, Culver's, McDonald's, anyone, they can start a podcast <laughs> if you don't already have it. And check out Amanda because she's going to help you with that. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I agree. And you know, who wants another massive email, right? I think we just got so many long email updates and it's just a really creative way um, to present information like that. So I agree. Yes, definitely. So let's talk about storytelling because it's so important. It's happening on video, on audio. We're telling stories right here on this podcast while everyone is listening, right? So it's so important and especially with social media. So how do you use storytelling to help amplify your business and what it is that you do? It's really interesting because I'm obsessed with storytelling. And if I could, I would just be, you know, telling stories all day um, about my business and behind the scenes. So it's also carving out a delicate balance of like, how much do you invest in your own storytelling? But it is important because I think it's one way or the other. I think some companies just don't do it at all and they miss out. Um, And some are just a little bit over the top with it. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe there, I don't know if there's a such thing as too much, but um, for us, you know, we at Lead Podcasting, we definitely leverage social media. We're across every platform. Um, and it's interesting as we looked at the the social media landscape for other podcast production companies, it was 
number one, rare that another that the podcasters were really leveraging social media to its fullest. And I understand why it's because no platform allows you to directly upload audio, which shout out to the platforms, please. Can you just allow this functionality? It's about time. But um, so then it takes an extra step for us to be able to convert our audio to a video. Um, we do make audiograms. We use a app called Headliner. And so these are those little animated audio lines paired with some podcast artwork um, with time sync captions. And we use that on all of our, our social platforms. Um, but we use each of them really strategically to talk to different audiences. And so we say that Instagram is for our listeners. Uh, Twitter is for our industry peers. And LinkedIn is for our potential clients. And so and Facebook's kind of like, we don't really know. It's a mishmash of everybody. But so, but we really try to tailor the content depending um, where we're posting it. Uh, but audiograms do go across all four. And then, um, you know, as far as audio storytelling for ourselves, we do tend to do behind the scenes, so which is really cool. And it takes a little bit of extra work. But when you're wrapping up a project, it's really easy to just pull some highlights um, and put something together to highlight almost like a little case study of what happened. And so, um, and these kind of look different in different, um, in different instances. So for instance, I was the innovator in residence, they called me at the Toronto Public Library where I was doing podcasting workshops. And so what I did was actually like recorded me walking in the, the sounds of the street, the sounds of the library, and then some tips that I was sharing at the workshop that day. And then I stitched it all together and it was a little summary of my library workshop. But then I used that summary in other library workshops. So it became a teaching tool, but then it also became a really great case study for what I was doing at the library since they were live events and not being recorded. But I made that effort to record the first one so I can leverage what I was doing, promote further workshops and make people know that I was the innovator in residence at the time. Right. So it's just taking that extra step to be able to put something together like that. And now I have that as a, you know, as an audio reference um, that I can continue to use as I pitch other workshops. So I think taking that extra time is really important to, to summarize what you're doing and really celebrate it. Yes, absolutely. And oh my, you're doing so many amazing, amazing things. And <laughs> thank you. <laughs> we have to market our businesses. So you heard Amanda say here, she still has to market her business, right? So we still totally. have to leverage these platforms, even though we don't like them half the time. Instagram is doing <laughs> all type of things, but we have them here as a resource and as a tool to help get our businesses or get out to more people because that's the whole point, right? So yeah, I want to talk about books. I really love books. And so- were there any books or resources that you read when you were starting your entrepreneurship journey? And if so, what what were they? So I do have some books, but I will start with a podcast recommendation as I am a podcast gal. Because um, it really did, it changed me, this podcast. Um, it's Startup by Gimlet. And so many people might know it. And they have many seasons where they profile lots of businesses. But season one in particular was about Alex Bloomberg launching his podcast business. And so I listened to that as someone who was really curious about the industry, but had no intention of starting a podcast production company. Um, but it really got me thinking that like, I could do this. And I was really inspired. And he walks through um, not only some of the creative approaches to to building his production company and the actual, you know, use cases for audio. But he also gets granular about his equity split with his co-founder. The how did he do, come up with the branding? How did he choose the name Gimlet? 
um, stakeholder pitches and trying to get money from investors. He really it puts it all on the line. And um, that was really, really impactful for me. And and quite it really kickstarted my thinking and the entrepreneurship journey and what this would look like for myself. Um, and even though he was producing it out of America, there's obviously a lot of similarities between the two countries. So I found it quite helpful. But as far as book recommendations, I do love a good read as well. So I have two books I'd love to recommend. One is more just like how to manage your time as someone who's very busy and as all entrepreneurs are. And it's called Essentialism, The Disciplined Pursuit of Less by Greg McGowan. And this really changed me as far as what do you say yes to? Because I was a yes person who just like took on so much, was feeling burnt out. Um, and reading that book really helped me drill down on what make what do I have to be doing? And like one of the biggest concepts from the book is like, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. And so even if you're just like, that sounds pretty cool. No. Because if you say yes to the pretty cool thing, when the amazing, unbelievable opportunity comes, you're not going to have time for it or you're not going to be able to do it well. So that's a big takeaway for me and help me drill down on being really focused on what I'm saying yes to and make sure it all feeds into my larger goals I'm working towards. Um, and then another one is a team building book, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team by Patrick Lencioni. And that's a really interesting, it's an older book, it was recommended to me by my mentor. And um, it just really talks about team dynamics, your role as a leader, um, and how to build a great team. And so those will be my two recommendations. I wrote down the essentialism. And while you were saying that, I went to my Libby app and put that on hold. Yes, people, good. <laughs> so many people have been talking about that. And so I, it's a three-week wait, so I should be done with the current book by that nice. time so that I can check out essentialism. That you have was, to let me know what you think. <laughs> and I, I'm sure it's a, I'm sure it's a great. Um, I love books. I have Audi, Audible. I also have a, a library of amazing books. So I just love to ask the guests, you know, your favorite book, because I feel like everyone- It's a personal ask. You're just trying to get recommendations for yourself. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get recommendations for myself too, but also <laughs> to share with everyone, you know, of course. reading is essential and always continuing yeah. to learn and grow in books. People will write their whole entire framework for you right in a book. And you can just take that. Like you said, you had no intentions of starting a podcasting company and you, a podcast production company. And now you have the resources and the tools and you learned everything because he gave you that even if it wasn't everything you needed, it was just enough that you needed to get started. Totally. Yep. I agree. Yeah. Awesome. This has been a really great episode. So many gems about podcasts that you probably didn't know were learned here, especially the idea of businesses creating an internal podcast. I really love that. So please let us know if you enjoy any tips from today's episode, tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and let us know what gems that Amanda dropped that you really loved. So I want to talk about where can our listeners find you and what do you have going on? Any, If anyone wants to start a podcast or whatever they want to do, are you the person that they come to? Yes, I would like to say so. Um, so it's leadpodcasting.com is my company website. My email is amanda at leadpodcasting.com. So pretty straightforward. Um, and I'm on Twitter at a capito, A-C-U-P-I-D-O or LinkedIn, which is actually my number one social media platform. I'm obsessed with LinkedIn now. Uh, but yeah, we're, so our, uh, my company focuses on creating custom podcasts and usually we're helping people who have not done a podcast before really lay down that foundation 
foundational work. And then you could take line items from us on how much you want us to come alongside and support you. Some people already have a graphics person internally. Great. You can handle the graphics. If you don't, no problem. We can take that on. Um, and then editing, producing, host coaching, the whole gambit. Other option is bringing me in as a consultant, as a one-off. You might already have a podcast and want me to do a review and help you achieve your goals or set some goals and take your podcast to the next level. So we'll do consultations or lunch and learns, which we do a podcasting for brands, lunch and learn, which has been quite popular. I most recently did one for Sid Lee and Deloitte. Um, and then lastly, we have our podcast accelerator. So these are for individuals. A lot of solopreneurs will in- enroll in this. It's like, if you don't have the budget for a full blown, high quality, you know, top end customized podcast, we put you in a group, small groups, five to 10 people. And within 10 weeks, you have a full season one of your podcast produced five episodes and a trailer. Um, and we're looking, we just graduated with our fall cohort right now. And our next session will be the spring. So you can ping me about that if you're interested in taking part. Awesome. So many amazing ways to start your podcast. So now you have no excuse. Yeah, you Amanda right. <laughs> here to help you start your podcast. Thank you so much, Amanda, for coming on today and sharing all the amazing gems. We definitely appreciate you. And we will look forward to speaking to you again because I'm sure there will be something else new coming up with podcasting that you can come on the show and talk about. So we definitely will love to have you on again. Anytime. Thanks, Michelle. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Social Media Decoded Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope that you got some gems. If you got some gems, make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and share those gems with me. I cannot wait to talk to you all in the next one.